Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Before we get started, I got to talk to you guys about Green Roads. Probably know by now that we are a huge supporter of CBD products. And as you consume, you might find the best products that work for you. I've got the Green Roads right here, the Relax Bears. AJ, we were talking about those the other day. Oh, look at you. AJ's got them too. AJ takes two of these. They really help him. I've just been taking one, and it's truly been so nice, um, especially with my wisdom teeth um, pain. It's been so nice to take some of those and just relax. Highly, highly recommend them. Green Roads has over 30,000 five-star reviews, 30,000. And you can use the promo code DMVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase. I also got one of those um, rolls uh, that has like a heat, like it's kind of like an icy hot um, roll that has CBD in it that helps with back pain. So, so good. Highly recommend checking them out. We always talk about how great CBD is. You should check them out. Green Roads, use that promo code DNVR for 20% off your entire purchase. Nobody out. Three and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsey breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landis Scott. He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Dog two hands. Nikola Jokic. Save me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me. Take a good look. You won't see it for long. Two-run home run. Trevor Story. Lock. Hands on. Touchdown. to the Denver Sports Podcast. I am your host, Ali Monroy. With me today, I've got Rudo, Vote, Michaela, Henry, and AJ. And we asked members in our DNVR Lounge Discord some questions for us for today's show. And they did not disappoint. We've got some really, really interesting questions uh, to go uh, over today. The first one being Steph, who's in the comments right here, saying happy Friday. Came up with such a good question. I'm thinking it's going to take the whole first segment, but we'll see. If each Denver sports team represented a district of the Hunger Games, which two athletes from each team would have the best chance of winning as tributes and who would win overall? It's multi-layered. There's a lot going on. Michaela's so, so ready. To I'm fired up. She thinks she's going to win. So we're just going to go straight to her. Just a reminder, this uh, podcast is presented by Breckenridge Brewery. Rudo, is that what you're drinking a Breck Brew? Henry? Sure. I was definitely drinking this and not something else. That's <laughs> definitely what I was drinking. Oh, look at you both having your avalanche. I am finally going to have the seltzers probably tonight, and I can't wait to try them. They're so, so, good. so excited. So good. 
Did everyone? Well, that's also a question down at the bottom about Breck Seltzers. So we'll we'll go into that after that. Repeating the question one more time before we get going for anyone who just hopped in. If each Denver sports team represents a district of the Hunger Games, which two athletes from each team would have the best chance of winning as tributes and who wins overall? Michaela's representing the Rockies. Henry is representing Broncos, Buffs. AJ Rudo representing the Avs. And Vote is representing the Nuggets. Michaela, let's start with you with the Rockies. All right. So first of all, to start with my district, my tributes would be from District 13 because the Rockies just blew themselves up. And in the movie, the District 13 got blown up. So <laughs> look That'd at AJ's face. <laughs> Buried <coming>. already, AJ. <laughs> my tributes are coming from District 13, uh, which is also before it got blown up, the military arms production district so all the weapons will be coming from my district and the two tributes i have selected are charlie blackman and brendan rogers because they are both outdoorsmen charlie blackman can hunt he can fish he knows how to shoot a gun he's athletic same with brendan brendan is an outdoorsy guy he's six foot three he's a big dude he's got muscles he could take anybody on in a fight he's from really wish you were talking about me (laughs) <laughs> uh, he's from florida things. so he's like a florida crackhead like it's, oh. it's all working for us but um, <laughs> um charlie can hunt and fish so they can provide for themselves and eat food and then they both know how to shoot guns which you can have guns in the hunger games so they would shoot everybody and district 13 is pretty hard so yeah those are my two tributes okay <laughs> It's hard to argue with Florida man. Yeah. Just, I picked a guy from yep. Florida because I've, I know what people from that state are like. <laughs> All right, well played. Congrats AJ, on your victory. AJ Rudo, are you guys going to have your own individual? Or are you – because you're both representing the abs. I tell you, I'll let, I'll let Rudo go, and if he has a wrong answer, I'll correct him. AJ, that sounds do want, right. Do you want the Broncos for this? No, I'm good. Okay. Well, I did my best. I don't think AJ's going to agree with my answer. Uh, I'm excited. Okay, Rudo, let's go with you first. I'm taking Miko Rantanen and Jonas Donskoy. They're definitely from District 2. Finnish people, anyone from Finland, is required to perform military service. They've both gone through this already in their lives. So they know their way around a weapon. They know a way around tactics, working through forests of Finland and such. Yeah, not that silly militia ship from Florida. <laughs> yeah, this is this is real military death. But isn't how old are they when they go through that? Because isn't uh, Miko just like twenty three or twenty four? They have to do it by age twenty seven. Wow! Um, but for hockey players, they just kind of do it any random summer when they have the time. And like summer during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like camp, but you know, with weapons that kill people. <laughs> for, for a country that doesn't go okay. to war very often. <laughs> okay, so Miko Donskoy District Two. That's what you're saying, Rudo. Plus the extra language finish advantage, I think, goes a long way. All right, oh, that's when smart. That's when, true. When they team up with everyone, they speak in Finnish about backstabbing, backstabbing even everybody. That's true. That's a good one. So you, Brendan Rogers, not gonna be able to speak that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not, he not figuring any of that out. <laughs> Assumptive, uh, but okay. <laughs> AJ, do you disagree with that? Uh, I, Miko, Miko probably would have been on my list too. Um, I mean, you know, size, strength, and comfortable being in the military. Donskoy is a strange choice. 
agree. Don Skoy is a weird choice. Don Skoy is an odd choice when you have Gabe Landeskog sitting right there. Yeah, Landy, I thought. Because you also consider part of the Hunger Games is the fact that you have to get, you have to like. Oh, charming. You have yeah, to be Yeah, you have to be charming and you have to be, you have to be effervescent and you've got to be able to sell yourself. And all Gabe Landeskog has to do is walk into a room because he's an Adonis. And that right there gets him tributes. I also so, think that uh, Gabe has the experience of being a leader, and that what Katniss Everdeen was a leader. So I mean, he, all he has to do is lead one dude. Yeah. You, just, <laughs> you just tell Miko what to do, and Miko goes and does it. So no, but you form other alliances with other people. You need, you definitely need a leader. You need to be a leader to do well. I think I like Landy better than Don Squay on that. I point. like. I think. I think Landy and and Rantanen would probably crush this. Landy is one hundred percent the dude who's like sunbathing with his shirt off next to the lake and gets eaten by the lake monster or no something. Way. <laughs> like... No way. <laughs> I he don't would definitely think so. not have a shirt on. But Charlie <laughs> Charlie Blackman would not be able to resist. He would be like fishing or something, and he'd be like, "Look at that Adonis," and then. <laughs> He would distract him, and then Nico would do all of the killing. He wouldn't be able to see through his man mullet beard. It would be, it would be great. Um, what was I getting? Also, you got to think, Landy. Landy now has two children, so he's got that denim daddy, like extra he's got dad strength. Dad strength. I think that he. Did you would just say denim daddy? Yeah, it's an abs thing. Oh, it's it's yeah. a... 100%. The, for the, like, show-off part beforehand, they'd come out in the denim Daisy Dukes for sure. <laughs> all day. Oh, Landy, Landy would crush that. That's true. I don't have an argument against that. Yeah. Um, okay, AJ, would you say District 2 as well? Or we've got someone else saying Avs gotta be District 1 in the comments. Well, I mean, he would... Landy would definitely be more District 1. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm good with him being just... We can go with District 2. It's fine. Finland, uh, Sweden. He just he sneaks across the Finnish border and joins their military too. Nobody will notice. We have people in the comments saying Landy can look at people and get them to do whatever he yeah. wants. Steph, who came up with the question, shout out to you, said, "Oh, Landy would kill that part." But we also have someone saying Groovy can ride horses. Groovy, Groovy would have been on my team as well. So the, the Landy Groob. I don't think there's any horses in the Hunger Games. They, I, they, yeah, I don't think I remember horses in there. Are you sure? Given the state you were in when you watched them, <laughs> <laughs> the last one is when I I recently actually watched over the holidays. I watched uh, Hunger Games one. Vote is a little bit at a disadvantage because he has not watched the yeah, Hunger Games. Yeah, just a little bit. Yep. <laughs> and so we're basketball players are like very prissy. Say it, yeah. Oh. I'm, you said it, so I don't have to. Uh, I don't disagree, Michaela. <laughs> Let's go to – we're going to finish off with you, Vote, since you, since that way you could just hear and see what Henry has to say. Henry, who are you? Who are you voting for? You can have one Bronco, one Buff on your team. Mm, okay. Well, so I struggled. I feel like there are different ways you can build this, and I couldn't really decide whether I wanted to go with, like, guys who are good at surviving or guys who would be good at killing. And I wound up deciding to go the killing route. Um, okay. And so what I came up with <laughs> – was uh, Carson Wells and Nate Landman, who I know are both buffs, but I, I feel like the dream team out of all the Boston Broncos, it's those two. Now, if you have to include a Bronco, I'm going, I mean, probably like Alexander Johnson. Like they, those guys, I don't know. I, I feel like the Broncos have kind of gotten rid of all the guys I'd want for this. Is you it because he like a big, like, 
<laughs> what, about like, what about like Derek Wolf? That guy's a beast. He's he's huge. not Bronco anymore. He's that's yeah. the exact oh, example of a guy who would have fit, but they just got rid of him. Yeah. That guy would have killed people for sure. Like what? Josie Jewel is the other one you could throw in there. What about Vaughn? Mm, no. He, he I come from the livestock district. And he doesn't he, gonna, he doesn't have like the actual kill people mindset. He knows like, how oh, to farm. Oh, Farming strength. You're right. I can't. I really can't think of any Bronco in I the know. comments. If you guys can think of any Broncos that we're missing for this one, there isn't be good. Just like Nate? a a hunking lineman or something. Yeah, that's like Garrett like, Bowles. I mean, but Dalton he also Reisner. is a man who spent like a full year on a mission. Ooh, Dalton like, Reisner. Again, I'm not sure he has like the full killer there. He he definitely might. But Thanks, like again, I, to be clear, I'm looking for a murderer. Capable of killing whatever 20 uh, other people. Dalton Reisner grew up in um where? What state what city in Colorado? Who? Dalton oh, Reisner. Reisner. Up um, north. He's up north. Yeah. I'm um, blanking on the city. Um I think he would be good. That good. Someone said Akeem Talib so would nice. be something. Akeem Talib would do well in the like getting tributes, and then would not do well anything else. I think. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Reisner is just too happy and smiley. But he he could be mean. We don't know. That's true. But I'm just saying, like Carson Wells. Again, you know the physical capabilities. Another Florida guy. Another big hunter. That type. <laughs> Um, we love Nate our Florida crackheads. Same thing about a fisherman. <laughs> I like it. I I see Nate Landman for sure. Steph says he would grab all other tributes chains. Yes, Akeem Talib would do that. <laughs> I understood that reference. Then you could like hey, trade them vote, for something. Look at you. <laughs> okay, what district, Henry? If you, uh, let's do since you chose two bucks, I mean, let's do who do you? What district do you think for Carson Wells uh, and Nate Landman? I don't know what any of the districts are. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> so I remember watching the movie. I remember that that's like how your team is decided. It's like your area. But I don't know what any of them were. AJ, did you have them pulled up? Yeah. Go with well, seven you... because it's lumber. Seven yeah, I feel like you guys would be great at chopping down trees. So yeah. Will you seven. read the other districts so folks can have an idea? Do you really want me to read all 13 of these? Yes. You don't have to do that, AJ. But if you feel so inclined. Yes, please do so. So District 1 is luxury. District 2 is masonry and defense. District 3 is technology. District 4 is fishing. District 5 is power. District 6 is transportation. 7 is lumber. 8 is textiles. 9 is grain. 10 is livestock. 11 is agriculture. 12 is coal. And 13 doesn't exist anymore. They blew themselves up. Because they blew themselves up. Yep, Just like the Rockies front office. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, Brendan, who are you nominating from the Nuggets and what district do they fit in? All right, for either District 2 or for the, the Cole one at 12, uh, Jamichael Green is a must. Uh, at the risk of reducing a potentially complex and wonderful man who I don't know at all to a cliche, he gets the junkyard dog moniker for me all day long. He's just got to bring his lunch pail to work. Um, don't mess with him kind of energy. Uh, don't start nothing, there won't be nothing but I think he's not afraid to finish what started. I like Jermichael Green in this competition that I know absolutely nothing about. <laughs> Besides Jermichael Green, uh, Greg Whittington. Okay, hear me out. Michaela he doesn't Middleton. even exist. Well, that's part of it. Like, <laughs> I was going to say that too. <laughs> from myth to real about? person. 
Uh, so look, Michaela made a great point uh, that I don't have to repeat verbatim because she said it for me about, about the, the Florida of- people. Nope, that too, though, Uh, but about the nature of NBA players. And Greg Whittington is not by any means um, pampered or out of touch. Whittington uh, has won a D-League championship. He's played in Australia, Japan, Israel, Turkey. He's been around. He's scrapped for it. He's got less Twitter followers than most people in this chat right now. And so I just think he comes from a, a real place. So the mystery surrounding Greg Whittington is more appealing to me than what I do know about the rest of the roster. All those, all those leagues he's played in, he might be able to pick up the finish that gets spoken. It's, it's possible, <laughs> dude. Like got- he may know every language. This is a good point by Tate, by the way. Faku yep. is another. I thought about Faku. <laughs> That's Tate a, says Faku would have no problem killing, to be honest. Okay, yeah. How do you know that? <laughs> well, if, it's, if a head coach asked him to, he would do it. No. <laughs> so you need, to, so you need to go with Faku and Mike Malone? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, it's the right combination. Oh, my I goodness. Go with the blue arrow, though, right? Like the archery skills? No. Well, <laughs> that's not I a real bow and arrow, man. No, I hate here, to tell here's you. the argument for Jamal. His father made him go through the Hunger Games for no reason at all growing yeah. up. Yeah. Like he made him do push-ups in the snow, um, which I just don't – I reject as something being helpful to his basketball career, although he's quite talented. Uh, I I just see that as um, an interesting parenting choice. But it may help help round someone out for the Hunger Games. So there's a sneaky Uh, argument for Jamal. I would love to get a little clip of that. Vote thinks Hunger Games is push-ups in the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds close. (laughs) Can we – can we add celebrities too? Like, a, District Five would totally just be Curtis Blades, and it doesn't matter who his teammate is because he punches <laughs> him out five seconds in. Oh my god, that's amazing! I do want to bring up to Vote's point. He chose uh, Cole District Twelve. Uh, Steph here says mining, Lebiner. No, fit, yeah. it all fits. That's what I was doing for sure. I had thought about that, and then I executed the joke. There you go. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Who do we think would win overall? I will start by saying I think the Nuggets are too big of targets. Anything you shoot at them is going to hit them. <laughs> <laughs> another another good reason to go with Faku. <laughs> Yo, it's so good. Oh, my God. I think hate just take my battleship. So okay, so vote's out. Um I don't think we have much of a plan when it comes to Buffs Broncos. So I feel like I, I don't I don't have much confidence in them. I feel like them not being known as well by the general public is going to really hurt the Buffs in this one. You know, they aren't household names. Well, too I will young. say to me personally, they are right in it with everybody else. If you guys want to say that like you've never met Carson Wells or heard him talk, I can understand why you would not choose them. <laughs> But okay, when you think of Carson Wells going up against Gabriel Landeskog, I just I mean, I've got Carson Wells all day. I mean, that man is again a Florida man who is a big time hunter, big time fisher. Like he just led the nation in tackles for loss per game. Sure, he's like what? He's probably like 22, 21, 22, so maybe not quite physically developed like a Landeskog. That'd be the downfall. I mean, I'm I'm sticking with Wells and Lamon though. What do you guys think, AJ and Rita? That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Michaela, 
Do we need a little more argument for Brendan Rodgers and Charlie Blackman, or do we think they would they would be up there for a while? They would be surviving for I a mean, while. I mean, I think they can keep themselves alive through their, like, survival skills. They also know how to, like, use knives. So, like, they have knife skills. They uh, Charlie can hunt with a bow. So, you know, very Katniss Everdeen's vibe coming from um, Charlie Blackman. Plus, like, Charlie is so lovable. Like, if I was someone who was, like, donating to the tributes of the Hunger Games, I would send him all my money. (laughs) And I also think that they're, like, baseball is, like, a game of strategy, right? So you have to be, like, extremely strategic. And a lot of the things that are in the Hunger Games that, like, the game makers do by, like, sending different types of, like – you know, like the, the tracker jackers and like all of those like little things that they introduce into the game element, you have to be strategic in order to like overcome. And I think both Brendan and Charlie Blackman could be strategic enough to figure out like how to beat the things that the game makers do to them. So I think they would survive for a long time. They know how to shoot. They can provide for themselves. They're strategic. I I think this is going to be a hard one to decide. We'll let the comments decide. Maybe we'll even do a poll. Um, We'll put the Nuggets in there. Don't worry, Vote. But I I don't think we'll see them winning. (laughs) A little offensive, but. I mean, you you also were like, all right, Hank killed me. I'm done. I have no other arguments. So you didn't really want to defend them. Too big. Too big of targets. They are very large. (laughs) Okay. Rudo, AJ, any final thoughts from you guys? Silence. So my only concern would be like the Avs land speed because Mm. skating works different muscles than running. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) It's so dumb, but a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, I I don't see any competition for the Avs boys. I think uh, if you want to go with AJ's team, you could make Landy the face and Pick a pick Miko to be the the gunner, dude. I kind of like Rudo's team though. I I think the language <laughs> advantage could be the single biggest advantage in the entire game. <laughs> kind of, I have mean that, but I haven't seen any of the movies. I'm so. trying to think. Is there some? Do they speak a different language in one of the districts, or is it all English? I don't remember. It's all English. It's all English. Um, written by an American, so. <laughs> um. All right, I think I think we're gonna do a poll because we we've got some a lot of people in the comments are saying Avs, um, picking against Landy would be like picking against Thor in the Hunger Games. I'll go with the Avs. That's what Cam has to say. Um, Cam also said, "Okay, Hank, Landy is God. I love Nate Landman, but no shot." Avs, He's got the size advantage. Avs win the Hunger Games. So I'm gonna we're gonna put a poll on Twitter for to see what people have to say because I'm interested in that one. Speaking of the Hunger Games, speaking of fighting, UFC 259 is this weekend and is sure to be action-packed with three title fights taking place in one night. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sporting betting partner of UFC, is putting you in the center of the weekend's title fight with 100 to 1 odds on either fighter to land a punch during the fight. Guys, it's literally free money. DraftKings is just saying, come download the app, we'll throw you some free money. Whoever, whatever fighter lands a punch, we... I don't think there's ever been a fight with no punch. Right, guys? <laughs> yeah, that's that's accurate, Allie. Okay, you just want to make sure. One punch in a fight. <laughs> the, only, the only problem would be a, a flying knee right off the start. A fly, that's all you have to worry about. DraftKings is giving yep. you free money. That's a good point, Hank. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's it. That's the only thing. Mm. Henry, now I'm kind you... of afraid. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. You know, I think shoulder it. punches are punches. 
Don't jinx it. Henry, you just finished um, your the first leg of the Bets Daily podcast. What are a few picks that you are throwing out this weekend, especially with this abs game tonight? Um, so I do, I'm, I'm all in on Nathan McKinnon tonight. I, I think he's going to be all pissed off and I'm going to make money off of that. Um, there's an odds boost today. I think it's Miami and Georgia tech to both win. I think Miami's like a three and a half point favorite. Uh, Georgia tech's an eight and a half point favorite and just to win is boosted to plus 100. Uh, they're both at home. I, the home favorites in college basketball will make you money. Uh, and then uh, the other pick of the day was, Oh, uh, Rory McIlroy to win the Arnold Palmer Invitational. He's won it before. He's uh, right there right now. I, I, when, when I made the pick, he was in second back by a shot. All right. You guys heard it from Henry. You can also listen to DNVR Bets Daily live at 4 o'clock to hear all of Andre's picks. But download that top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use a promo code DNVR when you sign up. Like we said, turn $1 into $100 if either main event fighter lands a punch on Saturday. It's free money. Place your bet and watch the fist fly by this weekend. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 if either fighter lands a punch for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details and if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 drew we're not going to bring up your comment um it's not drew creaseman it's another drew <laughs> making some news in the chat <laughs> um before we move on to the other questions from the dnvr lounge green mountain dental group People watching the live stream, you guys can tell my face is getting a little, little better. Um, my wisdom teeth removal story was one of one of the worst, uh, but I was so thankful to have Dr. Ben and the Green Mountain Dental staff helping me out, being so, so kind and just checking in on me and making sure that I was okay. I didn't have a dentist here in Colorado. I was still flying out to DC where my family is to go to the dentist. Now I finally have a dentist here in Colorado that I truly trust. Michaela and I were talking about this the other day. It's hard to find good dentist doctors in this world, especially with insurance, without insurance. You don't know who's going to just be trying to take money. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people like that. And we all have really multiple people from the DNVR family have gone to Green Mountain Dental Group. We have our own experiences and they have just been so, so incredible to us truly treat you like family. They're there to look out for you. They're a family-owned business, just 15 minutes outside of downtown Denver. If you need a dentist, if you don't have a good one, if you have any issues, check out Green Mountain Dental Group. And as always, supporting our sponsors really helps support us. Nobody cares about your dentist. Well, it's an ad read, so I'm going to talk about my dentist. Thanks for the nice YouTube comments. Guys. I care about your dentist. <laughs> I, I care too. about your dentist. I just wrote in my iPhone notes, go to Green Mountain Dental. So... There you go. Igor. See that. <laughs> okay. Next question we have is who is one non-superstar player from each team, past or present, that all true fans of that team should know about? Brendan, I'm going to start with you. Wait, wait, wait. Say that from the top, Allie. <laughs> Even though you gave it to me ahead of time and I prepared, can you read it again? Okay. I'm not going to go to you, Brendan. Someone else. What? <laughs> Henry, what is one non-superstar player from each team, past or present, that all true fans of that team should know about? So non-superstar. It's a really tough question. And again, I'm a little bit upset about, about the Broncos right now. More upset with the Broncos. And so I'm not in like a shine light on all these people in a positive way mood today, which I hope I'll come around on. But I do think like... 
I mean, Dalton Reisner is always a good one. He's not a superstar, but I think people know about him. Um, I'm not going with Melvin, like Tim Patrick. I feel like Tim Patrick does a bunch of good things and doesn't get nearly enough credit. I feel like on the team right now, that's about as good as anybody. We lost Allie, so I'll just stall for about 10 seconds. I'm back. Sorry, my computer was going to (laughs) die. I didn't hear anything you said, Henry, but I bet it was good. Tim Patrick is what I went up with. AJ disagrees. (laughs) I mean, like, uh, he had an opportunity to prepare for this, and he still argued with himself live on air. I mean, like, I prepared by thinking, like, oh, no, this is going to be hard. And Tim Patrick, right? I mean, people should know he's been better than expected. It's a good guy. You, you, I did say past. It didn't have to be recent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Malik Jackson contributed, but then he left for more money, which always leaves a sour taste in your mouth. Um, I don't know. I really like superstars is what I'll say. You know, you know what non-star Bronco that I will always be really fond of is Al Wilson. Mm. I love that. I, I love that, dude. I, I don't think he was a... <laughs> Like he was like one of their better players when he played, but he was he's always one, been one of my favorite Broncos that like will not like go in a ring of fame or anything like that. Yeah, I was always big on like Lance Ball or like Selvin Young or like whoever the third string running back was. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of someone for the Buffs who's a non superstar, non star. All of them. them. Well, but like when you when you think, but when you think of CU football, like I would say, obviously there's a good amount that have gone to the league recently. But like Sefa Lufau was a star when he was at CU. Like he, but yeah, he's like a CU legend. Yeah. So like I'm trying to like I wouldn't say that about like Shea Fields. Like I I don't know who would be a good Buffs one for that one. Um, Michaela, do you have a Rockies one? Yeah, for sure. I'm going to focus more on the present because I think Rockies fans need a little bit more to look forward to than looking back in the past. Um, And I really, I think this is going to make Drew Creaseman very happy, but I'm going to go with Rymel Tapia. He is by far the most underrated person on the Rockies roster. Um, You know, I think people tend to overlook him a little bit. Obviously he debuted in 2016, so he hasn't really had as much time in the majors, but um, I mean, he had a career high in batting average and OBP last season. So he's trending in the right direction. He is really fast. He can steal bases. You know, he's kind of like that really well-rounded player that the Rockies need right now. Um, You know, he is really great in that leadoff spot, especially um, he seems to get on base, which is, again, what the Rockies need if they hope to score any runs this year. Um, And I think he's just been really underrated and, You know, he's got a super high ceiling, and I think he's going to contribute to the Rockies a lot this year because, you know, with Ian Desmond opting out, they need someone in that outfield that they can rely on. And, um, you know, I think Tapia has a bit of a chip on his shoulder. I mean, he wants to go for a batting title this year. Um, That came out during spring training. So um, I think he's going to be what the Rockies need, and he has a chance to step up now, obviously, that, um, you know, they're going to be needing some offensive help this year. So I'm going to go with Ryan Maltapia, and I wish people would stop underrating him. <laughs> all, all the people in the comments are agreeing with you. We've got Tapia is one of the most underrated players. Love Tapia. That's definitely a good one, Mac. Can he all please right. change his walk-up song to Crab Rave? <laughs> that would be amazing. Yes, El Congrejo, <laughs> the crab. We love Tapia here. Um, 
but no, I really, I really do think I believe a lot in him and, um, you know, he, especially in that leadoff spot, I think that really is the key here because, you know, Rocky, the Rockies are going to need to get people <laughs> to score. And so if he can get on base and continue that like projection that he's had, I mean, last year he finished with over a 300 batting average. So, um, you know, every year that he's been able to like step up to the plate, he has literally and figuratively. Um, so I really hope that he can continue that because I think he's going to provide like that key piece that Rockies are looking for. Um, for people listening to this podcast, they're not going to see, but every time I think of Rymel, he like hits his elbows together right when he's like getting ready. To, it's mm -hmm. part of his thing. And it's yeah. so funny every time it's like he does a little elbow tap. And that's honestly what I think about immediately when I think of Rymel Tapia. Um, I like that he smooths the blood after foul balls. He, oh, smells. Yeah, he, he smells his You're bat. You're right. Where, where I forgot had. about that. I would, I'm also a big Tapia fan, but I just, prospect love is just a, it's a horrible thing. Because <laughs> you just never give up on these dudes, no matter how yeah. much they fail in front of you. Yeah. And so, I bet Drew would have a lot to say to you about that one, H. Somebody is winning a Norris trophy. Definitely <laughs> forever. Oh. All right, Brendan, your yes. turn. Non superstar Nuggets player. That every player or every fan should know of. I have two answers: uh, Chris Birdman Anderson, um, not a star by any, you know any stretch, except for in our hearts. Um, the first, I, I obviously I'm a transplant guy. Like my connection to Denver is a very recent thing. Uh, one of the first Nuggets I ever paid attention to at all was Chris Birdman Anderson, and how could you not? Right, the Mohawk, the tattoos, uh, the dunks. He was also legitimately good, as much as we kind of hold him up as a novelty <laughs> item. At that point in time, he was an impactful player. He was pretty good in that playoff run. Um, and I just think, like, if you've been a Nuggets fan uh, across multiple generations, if someone <laughs> says Birdman, chances are oh, yeah. you're picking up what they're putting down and, and you're about it. And uh, my other guy was Josh Hutcherson. Oh, wait, no, that's the wrong Google tab. Um, I have uh, no, Wancho <laughs> Ernan Gomez. Um, oh. Yeah, and I, Wancho, this one, uh, Maybe not so much, but I just think like recently, if you've been paying attention to the Nuggets, like if you're a real diehard, Wancho's kind of the face of that in a lot of ways. Like the good vibes, the things that went well for the Nuggets leading up to what's now tenser times because they're competing for a title. I mean, Wancho was just there for a lot of it, um, ushering Jokic through the hallway, All Star yeah. coming through, All Star coming through, the shimmy in front of the bench. I mean, this guy's just beloved and. Um, he was here for a brief time. I think people will always think of him as a nugget though. Yeah. The energy he brought on that bench, just every time you would see him, any, any time anyone did something good, he was hyping them up. He was, was really great. People in the comments are saying for sure. Juancho love Birdman, Great call. William says also love Chanchar. Yeah. I think Chanchar is, um, a lot of ways, the new Juancho. Um, he, he's kind of Jokic's best friend on the team. He has always got a smile on his face, and he he now represents, you know, like what Wancho used to, which is yeah. for all of like, oh, are they going to win a title? Are they going to get this done with the timeline and the urgency? You watch Flacco out there. His goal is to just be the best 10th man he can be and to keep a smile on his face, and you're like, yeah, man, like in a lot of ways, this is what sports are about, and Flacco's the best. All right. AJ Rudo, who are you guys choosing for the abs? Yo, this list is long for the Avs, all right? <laughs> Stefan Yell, Dan Heinote, Cody McLeod, John Clem. AJ's list, rolling his eyes at you. The list, <laughs> the list goes on, though. But Dan Heinote, the single most overrated Av in, in, in franchise history. 
and yet a beloved player that fans should know about. Uh, <laughs> Yui Krupp scored the 96 cup winning goal. The Long, long history. I'm going to take one. I don't consider him a star. Some people may borderline have. He won some pretty big awards in his career. Uh, Claude Lemieux. I only say him because I think we're starting to see a younger generation of Avs fans that don't understand why the Avs and Red Wings hated each other so much. And that pretty much centers around Claude Lemieux for the most part. Uh, he uh, tried to murder Chris Draper slightly, only slightly. He just rearranged his face. It's not a deal. <laughs> Hunger game style. <laughs> <laughs> and that set off one of the greatest rivalries in sports history. So Claude Lemieux certainly should not be forgotten. It you can also find a lot of play. really good videos on YouTube just breaking down that yeah. whole whole rivalry. It's really, really interesting. Yeah, it's fan it's it's the fantastic part of Avalanche history that I think Claude Lemieux should never be forgotten for that. AJ, do you have someone else you want to add in there? You know, there are a lot of guys that played for the Avs that shouldn't be forgotten about who played on some bad teams. Um, I think one of the guys that, that sticks out to me is a guy like John Michael Lyles. I yeah. always had an appreciation uh, for him for, you know, he was he was a mid-round draft pick that really didn't have a lot of expectations, especially coming from a Michigan State program. Just doesn't produce NHL players. And he worked his way into the abs and hung around for what, like almost a full decade and ended up being their franchise leader in scoring from defensemen by the end of it. You know, Tyson Berry has since passed him and there's like three dudes on the team now who will probably pass him someday, but a guy that will probably be lost in the, the annals of history, uh, but is a guy is just an awesome guy. And, Certainly was the beginning of the abs targeting the male models. <laughs> uh, Steph in the comments saying uh, that she loves how he is still around the organization. A lot of guys do. A lot of guys um, that play for the abs either end up living in Denver after their careers or they hang around in the abs organization. Uh, same, with the, just, same with the Broncos. I just think Denver is a very, very great city. <laughs> I think a few Rockies as well, but I think a lot of Rockies just go over to Arizona. Yeah, unfortunately, they don't do a greatest job of keeping their players around as they probably should. Yeah, Nuggets are just getting better at that now, but it, it took them a little too long, I think, to sort of reconnect with and embrace their history. Yeah. All right. Next question we have is a bit of a hard one. Which Breck beer or Breck seltzer matches each team's current personality best? So first we have to describe each team's personality to then be able to match it. So right now, vote the Nuggets are coming off a four. Uh, they've won four of the last five. They're headed into the, to the all-star break and they're, they're on fire right now. So what best, what Breck brew or seltzer matches their personality the best? All right. I would say the Nuggets are unbothered right now. Content, possibly even having fun. I'm gonna go with the honeydew. I think they're uh, they're laid honeydew back. Honeydew seltzer. The honeydew seltzer. Yes, thank you. Um, that is the flavor. I got that correct, right? Yes. Honeydew. I, that's my favorite one so far, and it's um, really. <laughs> you don't like that? Is that a bad take? No, nope. I'm just saying. You, Ryan you, loves that one too. 
you're clearly a huge fan when you had to ask that's the right flavor right <laughs> well i just wanted to make sure i didn't like say the name of the, whatever aj whatever. It's the honeydew good company <laughs> yeah i think it best represents the nuggets right now chilling sun's coming back out again you know the vibes are good and, and they are unbothered and we've got big oh. honey also ties yeah, in that's perfectly no brainer steph so far should be doing this for me um <laughs> he's nailing this. Okay, we got a little dog appearance on Rudo's screen. Love to see that. Rex Cam. Rex wants the head scratches, all the head scratches. Um, Okay, Henry, what do you think for – let's do Buffs basketball. They're coming off a huge win last night. Ugh, I'm so sad that – the CU event center wasn't able to give these seniors and McKinley Wright a standing ovation. Michaela, you're going to have to listen because the Buffs yeah. beat ASU and the Buffs are amazing. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Henry, what do you think? What Breck Brew do you think represents the Colorado Buffaloes men's basketball team right now? So that's a good question. Um, it should be pointed out that the basketball team is very, very, very good. And I thought that that would narrow down the options, but it really doesn't because all of them <laughs> are so good. And so that's not really the route that you can take it. Um, I'm going to go with the the Avalanche because it's just like a good classic beer. And sure, like it's it's kind of it's kind of bland. Not bland, bland isn't fair to the beer or to the team. What are you talking about? <laughs> It's a, you know, it's, it's, it's a good beer. It's just like a classic good beer. I don't know like the beer words that can explain this better. The buffs though are a team. <laughs> Henry is clearly that, not that, a beer connoisseur. I don't, yeah, I don't not know. Prepared at all. But I do know that CU doesn't have like a whole bunch of flash. Like they don't have like seven footers who are just like jumping over everybody and they aren't like throwing down the windmill dunks. Like it's a very time tested style of basketball where they run it through the point guard. And I think that the Avalanche, as, a, as an American Amber Ale, is also a classically made beer. Okay, Henry. Henry. I, think, I think you don't have to continue. Yeah, that was, yeah, just... Can we just put Henry out of his misery? <laughs> you know what? I think I'll just – can we just pull him out of the chat? Please? Yeah. Goodbye, Henry. Thanks for your contribution today. Um, yeah. Okay. AJ Rudo, what about for the Avs? I'm still, I'm still reeling from yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Obviously, the Avs have their own name, beer. or their beer. I can hear my echo, so now I'm very confused as to what's happening. The Avs have a Breck brew called the Avalanche. So you can't choose that one. You have to choose a different one. Do you want this one or me? I feel like I'm the beer drinker, but I don't have a good answer here. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the apple pear seltzer because no. on any given day they could be apple or they could be pear. And mm, one of those could good. be good and the other one is less good. So right now they're they're a, a, a tale of two flavors and it's not it is just not great. Flavors with no R. Hell yeah. That's right. That Michaela was very good. Michaela's upset about it. Michaela, was that yours for the Rockies? Yeah, I was gonna take that one, but I can I can rearrange my reasoning here on the fly. Um, unfortunately, well, fortunately for Breck, but unfortunately for me, they don't have anything that tastes like disappointment. So um, <laughs> I can't think of anything disappointing wise to describe the Rockies, which is how I would probably describe them at the moment. 
But I think if I had, can I pick like um, the seltzer, the whole seltzer variety pack? Because like you really don't know what you're gonna get. Like it could be good, <laughs> it could be meh. Like you just don't know. Like we have no idea what the Rockies are gonna be this season, what they're gonna do. Um, you know, all the breakfast sel- seltzers are delicious, and you know that they're gonna be good. So maybe not. Um, no matter what, that was better than Henry. So <laughs> I don't know about I, that. I, I do. I'd also I like do. to argue that I think we do know what Wait. to expect from the Rockies this year. Yeah, can no, the Rockies okay. be a straight shot of Everclear and you're picking the chaser now? Like, yeah. is that what's really happening? Yeah, <laughs> you, need, you need Everclear to watch a game um, to get through this season. But, okay, actually, okay, I'll change my mind. I think I'm going to go with the Hot Peak IPA, okay? Because Peak, Rockies, get it. Okay, we get that part right. <laughs> but aside from that, you know, um, you really want a beer when you watch a, a baseball game. You're out in the sunshine. You're watching the game outside, so you want a beer. And I think IPAs are perfect for a warm summer day at the ballpark. And you know, seltzers are also pretty good for a warm summer day. Yeah, um, IPAs are a little bitter, and I think some of the Rockies players are a little bitter. Rockies fans, especially, are very bitter. So, you know, we. <laughs> I think I think we're good on the, this topic. Okay, am all right. I in front of Michaela now? You guys are supposed to talk up the beers from the <laughs> Supposed to praise them? No, okay. The, the product is not the issue. The pro the the Rockies are the issue because there's nothing that tastes like disappointment. So I mean, I thought I, I tried to throw Henry an easy one with giving him the Buffs basketball, but I get I think that just made it harder. All right. Speaking of alcohol, we have another alcoholic question. Um, if you had to make a cocktail drink or shot that is named after all four major sports teams, what would go into your team's drink? Everclear. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all the gifts. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's the only way with you're going to be able to watch this season. little purple food coloring. <laughs> you got to black out to watch the, the Rockies play baseball, but yeah. <laughs> Okay. Brendan. Uh Rakia. It's not a cocktail. It's a we're just drinking Serbian brandy straight from the glass. And you know what? We're not chilling it either. It's we're oh. lukewarm, room temperature, and we're putting it down. Okay. AJ Rudo, are you gonna choose the Swedish one then? <laughs> yeah, apparently it's Uller with a Swedish fish in it, so <laughs> I still that. haven't tried it with the Swedish fish inside of it. A, if you need a replacement, just drink Listerine. It tastes the same. <laughs> Henry, do you have one? Uh, tequila. I just like tequila. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. That's about it. <laughs> All right. Um, next one. Let's do, if Colorado got a NWHL team, what would their name be? The Extreme. Yeah. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Agreed. It's gotta be the Rocky Mountain Extreme. Agreed. That was gonna be the that was gonna be the Abs name, and then it wasn't because somebody came up with a much better idea, and <laughs> so I think that would be a fun homage to that. Also, the Rocky Mountain Extreme is just a, that's a great name. What would their mascot be? Like, what would their like logo look like? All right, hang on, I'll pull it up. Okay. I hope it's a guy on a skateboard. It's it's. Surprising. What are you like, Wait, isn't that with Extreme? It's, it's far, it's it's far more theme. 90s than that. Isn't that extreme? <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, isn't that extreme, is extreme. Oh my god. Or like they like jump out of helicopters and stuff and like ski <laughs> and you know, like that kind of stuff. I feel oh. like this is like a like somebody sponsored by Red Bull. This is the mock-up of uh okay. what their logo was gonna look like. 
Okay. Just for people listening, it's an X uh, with mountains in the background. That's pretty much it. Their identity was the letter X for the most part. Are you trying to tell me Vince McMahon had nothing to do with this project? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the 90s were a fun time, okay? Okay, is there anything else that would be good for an NWHL Bring back the cutthroats. Yeah, you could bring back the cutthroats. You could bring back the grizzlies, even though they're technically in Utah. Ooh, I like the grizzlies. You also had the Denver Spurs. I have the grizzlies jacket right over there. Did somebody say cutthroats? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. Yeah, we just said (laughs) (laughs) It's breaking up a little. I'm sorry. I had to be double sure. Uh, Tate says, I like Hank's idea better, to be honest. I want to hang out with the chat. (laughs) Henry, it's all love. It's all love. <laughs> I, I always like teams that are named after animals. Like I'm not all that picky, but like anything that's like hasn't anything that's kind of like not off the radar, not like too weird, but like not the grizzlies, not like you know that sort of thing. <laughs> I like aminals. <laughs> like, I don't know the extreme. Like I, I would go extreme. Like that would be fun. I, I just don't even know what that means. Obviously, I like turtles. <laughs> All right. I'm actually, in case you guys are curious, I'm watching this thing about. Well, actually, it's mostly wolves, but there's some. Uh, <laughs> See, and then I, I pulled away, and it goes from the marmot to a couple of bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Henry! I, I don't know where we would be without you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question. What is the greatest sporting event ever played on Colorado soil? <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get AJ back. Rudo, go. <laughs> Game 7, 2001, Stanley Cup. The only major championship that's been won in Colorado. Done. Game over. Oh, that's it. H- uh, Henry, do you have anything? I I would imagine the World Series when it was here would have been right up there. Oh, also, maybe like Sean White probably did something crazy in the X Games. Don't want to forget about that. Were those extreme? I think, that, yeah, no, that's why they used that same X logo that you guys like. <laughs> Michaela, can you think of for Rockies? I was going to say the World Series, obviously, but, um, you know, obviously it didn't work out very well in the favor of the Rockies. But I I agree with Ruto 100%. Um, Obviously, that was a huge moment for Colorado sports. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think you can top that. Obviously, the World Series is cool, but, you know, they got blown out. I think you can make an argument for game 163. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. That was obviously... Um, yeah. you know, huge um, in Rockies history. Obviously, that doesn't happen very often in the game of baseball. So um, between the world, I mean, the World Series is iconic. So between the World there Series There has to be some Broncos ones in there. 163. Like the drive? But did that happen at Mile High? I think so, yeah. I, that was the question I was asking myself right before you asked it, though. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> championship games, like anytime you get to go to a Super Bowl, it's just really tough to make that argument when a team actually won the championship in Denver. In the city, for sure. Yeah. 
All right, we had a few more, so I'm going to do rapid fire before we get to who won the week. If Jokic and McKinnon were shots, what kind would they be? You could not use Rakia or the Swedish one that I don't know how to pronounce. Well, that's the answer, though. Well, you already used it for <laughs> fine, your other fine, fish Allie, A shot of fish stew, just in a <laughs> shot glass. <laughs> okay, what about for McKinnon? Fireball. Fireball? Ooh, that's a good one. Good. Is there something honey-related for, <laughs> I don't know. For honey, like a honey whiskey. Oh yeah, there you go. That's yeah. good. Wow, you guys. <laughs> I gotta get on. Okay. Um. Next one is if the teams were fast food franchises, what would they be? Given all the injuries that the Avs have, In and Out. Okay. Oh, that, was oh, the, that was a good answer. The I like the answer, but based on our previous description of the apple pear, I'm going with Chipotle. Because every time you bite into a Chipotle burrito, you have no idea what's going to be in that next bite. If it's going to be just pure guac or if it's just going to be pure rice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, What about for the Rockies, Michaela? Something that gives you heartburn. Someone Um, said Arby's. Uh, Because they have the meats? I was going to say, uh, I'm just saying that's what someone in the Discord said for the Rockies. I mean, it clogs they said their arteries. Ar- Arby's because garbage in and garbage out. Yeah, there we go. I like that. You know, it clogs your arteries, it <laughs> raises your cholesterol, it gives you heartburn, um, it makes you sweat. <laughs> Nobody likes meat sweats. So <laughs> we'll go with Arby's. Okay. Um, Brendan, what about for the Nuggets? All right, Taco Bell, you love it while you're eating it. I should maybe have said 20, tacos for the Rockies. Give it another 24, 48 hours. Maybe yeah. you don't like Taco Bell so much anymore, or at least in the moment. Um, but, hey, eventually you'll be back in that drive through ready to order another quesarito, uh, which I just also reminded myself is the obvious answer because of Jokic. Yes. I rest my case. Okay, Henry? Uh, buffs, I'm going to see you. Oh, sorry. Oh, my goodness. See, uh, that's, good. Buffs, that's good, though. Yeah. Sorry. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like the Golden Arches, the Golden Buffalo. That part lines up. Uh, the, I think, like, the history, I think, fits well. You know, McDonald's being around for forever. Glory days of Colorado back in the 90s. I bet the same could be said about McDonald's. And then uh, the Broncos, I uh, I went with – oh, no, I forgot. Um, oh, this is awful. Oh, Krispy Kreme. Okay. Just like kind of soft for a football team right now. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't have anything else to work on. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a compliment. Okay. No, 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 no. So, okay. Eating Taco Bell nuggets. Taco Bell aftermath Rockies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's there it. That's go. probably it. Yep. The, the final question for the day is of all the fantasy drafts each podcast have done, this is a hard one because there is way too many fantasy podcast drafts that we've done. Um, which one is the best? So basically they're talking about the candy drafts, the Pop-Tor- Pop-Tart draft, the animals draft, all of those. I, I, I don't have an answer for this one. We didn't do any of these. Yeah, we did like one. <laughs> Look, we had okay. a lot of we had a lot of fun with the fast food draft. That included superstar Dev before we brought him on to the DNVR family. Um, but I have to say that my single greatest and most fun experience during my short career in sports media has to be the great animal draft of 2020. That was um, a big deal. Yeah, it drew a lot of response on the internet. Turns out a lot of people feel strongly about animals and how you rank them. Uh, but I walked away with the win. 
with an all gas graphic oh, gas maybe station that's why you like it. lineup, just like lions, gorillas. Turns out people are still for the real like seven year old basics. So that's probably the hardest I laughed in a long time. Okay, AJ Rudo, you guys didn't have one. Michaela, what I mean, do you think is the best draft? I mean, we did ballpark food on the Rockies pod, which was a lot of fun. It <clears> obviously <throat> made me nostalgic because that's been a while since we've all been to a ballpark. Um, I don't think I was here for the animal draft. <coughs> that was for yeah. You'd remember it if you were. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> then I was it. Um, I love the, the pop tart draft. The pop tart one was a good one. Um, it was. I, I voted for Ryan's. Ryan's was the best on that one. Zach just did all ice cream flavors for Pop Tarts, and then Mace just did all all the fruit, fruit ones. Flavors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why I didn't like that one so much because it's just like, do you like the fruit? Do you like the ice cream? Or Ryan mostly did like the sweet stuff too. It's like, eh. Uh, at least it wasn't just ice cream flavors. Animals get to your vote. Rudo, what were you going to say before? I was I just going to say you? my least favorite one, since I don't really have a favorite, was the states draft. That one was a disaster. Oh, yeah. You guys didn't pick any of the good states. <laughs> you just went in and randomly picked states that nobody wanted. I agree. I didn't like the state's draft vote. That was a bad one for me, you guys. <laughs> Look, guys, there's only so many good states. All right? That's when I learned very quickly doing that draft. Okay, um, we did have a question from Count Locula that I want to answer. He said, who in the Valley signs off on the official as the official Broncos insider now that Elway has um, jets himself to the golf course? Might that person change? Uh, that just depends on, honestly, whoever pays. Like, Nine News pay, it works with the Broncos and pays them. So that's why. That's why the Broncos insider is the Broncos insider. Um, and then we had one more. What was the worst collection of players that a Denver sports team's roster has ever filled? Do you think that should be its own episode of TDSP? I think that's like that's like a thirty-minute convo. It seems like. Yeah. Between the Nuggets and Abs. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of bad players. All right, out there. we're gonna save this one. Thank you to the other Ryan. We're gonna save that one for another episode of TDSP because I think that one could go very in depth. Um, but now is everyone's favorite time of the week. Hold on, I have to pull it up. Who did the most and who did the least? Who was the dog and who was the beast? Who's in the boat and who's up the creek? Let's see. Who won the week? All right, so looking at last week, we have... A, the Nuggets for finally getting a G League team. B, CU men's basketball for two huge wins over the LA schools. C, Brandon Saad and uh, Magna for having children. Rockies fans because they will be able to watch games at Coors Field this summer. B, the Buffs basketball with some big wins over LA schools. Got 58.3% of the vote. Next up was the Nuggets for finally getting a G League team. Then we had... Brandon Sod for becoming Brandon Sod and uh, Jason Magna, and then we had the the, the Rockies in last place. Unfortunately, <laughs> that was your argument um, last week. Drudos, yes, that was his argument yeah. last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AJ doesn't approve of that one. What? Uh, Henry, I'm a little nervous, <laughs> but you won, even though technically Ryan won. Um, but you, that means you get 30 seconds to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Oof, I had no idea. Oh, this is incredible. Wow. Um, you gotta give me some heads up. Um, well, I'm telling you now and your time is starting. 
Okay. Yourselves, um, everyone. What do I have? I should probably talk about the buffs, I guess. Uh, I mean, that basketball nope, team. You can is talk just about whatever there. you want. I mean, I can show you more of these animals. Actually, <laughs> this is this is uh, the Smithsonian Channel. They have an awesome series about the Rocky Mountains. They show you all about all the different animals. Uh, one of these photographers, I guess you blend in better if you're dressed up like an animal. Does not matter if you're a carnivore. This man, he's uh, he's walking around in a lion head mask. What are you watching? What is going on? My time's up. Yes, no. your time. It's up. Why was that man wearing a fake lion head? I don't know. Honestly, I have it on mute. For that 30 <laughs> seconds, you should have just let us watch that. <laughs> no, Henry, do on. not move the camera back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Brendan, we're going to start with you since the Nuggets are headed to the All-Star break. Why did the Nuggets win the week? Go. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. wins the week. The Nuggets moved him to the starting power forward. And with the benefit of a potentially advantageous stretch of schedule, uh, the Nuggets offense is absolutely rolling, getting closer to Harrison Wynn's prediction that they would be uh, one of the top offenses of all time. Michael Porter Jr. appears to know his role. He can defend the four the much better. And by all accounts, with no caveats or qualifiers, he looks like a legitimate third leg in a big three. The Denver Nuggets won the week. MPJ won the week. Perfect. Right right at the 30 mark. Good job, Bo. <laughs> Um, yes, that Drew guy was pissing me off. He was blocked. <laughs> you know what, Drew? I will shout you out. Happy All-Star break. Enjoy the 500 record. Yeah. Um, oh, you big dog. Michaela, <laughs> let's go with you. You can choose whoever you would like as I give Drew the opportunity to choose whatever person, team, whatever you're feeling in Denver sports. Why do uh, they win the week? Oh, God. Um yep. Uh, Trevor Story made his spring training debut today and hit a three-run home run. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, good for Rockies fans because they have a little bright spot in this really bad offseason to look forward to as long as they don't trade him at the deadline. So we're excited about baseball coming back. Trevor Story is still crushing the ball and doing what Trevor Story does best. And I'm looking forward to hopefully getting out to Coors Field and watching Trevor Story dominate his position in the infield and hit more home runs. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> um, Henry, let's go next to you. Why did Buffs basketball or the Broncos win the week? Uh, the Broncos did not win the week. Buffs basketball certainly won the week. Uh, they just wrapped up the best season in 50 plus years. And that's not an exaggeration. If they lose their first game of Pac-12 tournament, lose their first game in the NCAA tournament, they will have the best winning percentage the team has had since 1969. That's a great week. Uh, they also finished third in the Pac-12. They've never finished in the top four. It's their first time getting a buy in the Pac-12 tournament. Huge week for Colorado. They won. All right. Um, Steph says animals won the week for Henry. That <laughs> wasn't one of the options, though. Um, okay, Rudo, AJ, for the Avs, I'm just going to have one of you. It's all so, him. All Rudo? Oh, you're going to make me do this one, huh? After you're upset about the Brandon Sod became a dad one. I see how it is. Because you landed Scott becoming a dad again. <laughs> I, I thought about it, but not what I'm going to do. Okay. The Avs amateur scouting staff won the week because all of the Avs prospects are straight up balling out right now. AJ can't handle it. He can't take my takes. He doesn't want to believe in the Avs ability. Avs scouting staff killed it. Every single Avs draft pick is murdering their 
prospective leagues. Go become a bunch of future NHL Avs players. That's what's going to happen. So shout out to the Avs scouting staff. They're good at their jobs. Okay. AJ, do you have any comment? I will give you 15 seconds. I just a, a weird approach in a in a week in which they they went three and one on a road trip and kind of found their identity after the really embarrassing San Jose loss. But the scouting staff did a great job, so hur- okay. hooray to them. <laughs> I, I feel I don't want to like. I'm with it. I. Every time we pick an Avs player for doing good at hockey, we just win the the poll. So I'm trying to get a little creative. <laughs> I'm with it. It's, it's too easy. Really. Yeah, <laughs> they they the, that staff has been under fire for a long time. So the I'm Avs, it, the Avs Twitter like base that. literally picked Miko having a good game over <clears throat> Nikola Jokic being the MVP of basketball that week. <laughs> like. <laughs> 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 to be fair though, the Nuggets the Nuggets guys have used some variation of Nikola Jokic's dope like five times. They yeah, have. that is so true. Uh, but in our defense. The guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah. like, I get it, but it's also like, come on. Um yeah, also push for your team. Like you guys can tweet the poll and then your fa- fan base will like AJ just responds like I'm voting for blah blah blah. And then the Avs community is like, oh, I want to vote on this. We pushed for buffs last week, being like, oh, my God, those are two big wins. Buffs won. You, Nuggets, guys, I just need you guys to rally against the poll. Yeah, you're right. You're right. should have pushed so, the babies hard. It's on us. It's on me. I'll, I'll, I accept the L. <laughs> That's why one day I literally went on the pregame show and was like, the poll is out for Jokic as, like, to win the week. Please go win the week. The saddest part is you're going to have to DM me again tonight to remind <laughs> me. But I'll, I'll do it that time for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, that is it for this episode of the Denver Sports Podcast. Before we head out, though, see, normally I only have three things to talk about. But today I have another thing to talk about, and it's Rudo's favorite thing to talk about. Nope, wrong side. Oh, wrong boot. There we go. There we go. We got there. Oh, no. I'm going to have to wait, hide my face. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Allie, just roll the music. I got this one for you. Trust I'm me. Scared. I'm okay, scared. Go. I don't want to be a part of this. No music? No, no, no you got to no Oh, I, I don't what? have. All right. Okay, what music do you want? Do you want the, the a you started track? the show with. Okay, hold on. I gotta pull it up. <laughs> Michaela's fear right now is me five times a week. Michaela, this is literally you just gotta get used to it. I've just embraced it at this point. If you're if you're afraid of this, don't come to the bar tomorrow. That's all I'm saying. My face is about to turn eight shades of red. I'm not ready for this. Hold on, I'm bringing. I have to pull it up. I gotta doubt. Okay. I'm not oh. ready for tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Just if you don't know, Avs post game tomorrow. Uh, I'm wearing some clothes. Very little. (laughs) Hopefully, those clothes will keep you from having to check out some smoother areas because you're listening to the smooth sounds of Manscaped right now. Head on over to manscaped.com. Use code DNVR to get 20% off your purchase. You can get the perfect package 3.0. It'll help you keep all the areas you're thinking about right now nice and smooth. So, don't worry about it. Manscaped has you covered. If you want to wear your Daisy Dukes, they got you all day. Denim daddies, mountain mamas, I don't know, you name it. You're covered by Manscaped. Jump on it today. Again, code DNVR to get 20% off Excuse me. your purchase. What? Yep. Okay. Brendan just left. He literally just said, <laughs> 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 
That wasn't as bad as I was anticipating. There's, there's a strong argument we should scrub this show from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that really wasn't as bad as some of the DNVR After Dark, oh. DNVR Avalanche post-game Manscaped That's reads. true. Oh, yeah. Thank you for sparing me. That It could have been a lot worse. We're saving that for tomorrow. It's fine. Um, yes, <laughs> there is an Avs game tonight, Avs game tomorrow. Someone, for people who don't know, someone sent a super chat. Ruta was like, oh, I'll wear Daisy Dukes if someone sends like $100 super chat. Not thinking it would happen. I told him not to test our audience. It happened within like two minutes. Someone paid $100. So Ruto is wearing some jorts to the bar tomorrow for the DNVR Lounge post-game show. It, it's good. There's there's some interesting graphics that are being created around it. it oh, it's going to be a trip. It's going to be uh, can't miss TV. So <laughs> definitely watch that. Rudo is the king. I, I was so fine with you doing all the Manscaped reads forever um, because literally everyone just goes crazy in the comments as they did this time uh, for Rudo to do the Manscaped reads. So keep killing it, Rudo. And don't forget to check out the DMVR bar. We, like I said, av- our nuggets are on an all-star break, but we've got abs and buffs, not buffs next week for the Pac-12 championship or the Pac-12 tournament. Words are hard. Pac-12 tournament. Come check out the bar for that. Also Mountain West tournament for the Rams. We'll have that on the TV as well. Abs play tomorrow and tonight. Go to the bar, hang out. We're following all COVID-19 protocols, of course. Um, mask mandates and all that stuff so definitely go hang out if you feel comfortable it's a great space get some wreck brews happy friday we will talk to you all next week His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.